Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, Lord of All Hopefulness. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord Like Laborers in the Vineyard. I have Lars Olson and Zachary Brockhoff back with me. Thanks for being here in the vineyard. My pleasure. I just want to be paid the same Lars's. That's all I request. Hey, we can be paid the same. I'm just working a lot less than you. Well, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> the way it goes. That's right. Well, uh, as uh, Mason has laid out for us, you have selected Lord of All Hopefulness paired with Matthew 20 and the Jesus parable of the labors in the vineyard for this day. Uh, tell us a little bit about why you selected this hymn. Well, um, part of it, um, of course, will mirror uh, different parts of this text, I think, in a helpful way. Um, the hymn first itself... Um, those who uh, lead worship or attend worship regularly will find that the hymn uh, sort of takes the pattern of the prayer of the day that many congregations are going to pray. Um, that is sort of this address to, to God, um, name something, sort of an attribute of God, and then pray for something specific. You have a petition that sort of closes each stanza. Um, and, uh, and so that's the model of the hymn itself. Um, it's an older hymn, but not not all that old, really, in the scope of the things we look at. Um, first published in 1931, and uh, and um, that's really all we know about the hymn in terms of its inspiration. It, of course, walks through uh, a typical day. Really, is is what it's showing you um, from from the time you wake to the time you sleep. I also think um, in another way can be understood uh, as something of, of life from it, it'll reference childlike uh, faith in a way to, to the end, to the end of life um, uh, when we finally sleep. So um, I think it has a double meaning and is an interesting way to approach the, uh, the text for the weekend um, where you could get uh concerned about all number of things, uh, how much you're being paid for how much work you're doing, what it means to work for Christ. And we'll talk about that a little bit, I suppose. But um, it picks up all of these things, I think, in a in a rather artful, poetic way, which occasionally music can do. Yeah, it, it kind of goes almost like a, you know, cutting across the the text a little bit, right? Where the, the parable, and I think this is Jesus' point, par- the parable is about um, the workers who feel unfairly mm-hmm. treated, um, even though they got the blessing from the master or, you know, and the point being that God gives uh, all to all unfairly. Sure. And here, um, you know, so they start in, the, start in the morning and they work all day. And what, what Jesus is pointing out, I think, is what this hymn is trying to say. That's why I mean it kind of cuts sure. across that God is there throughout it all. Yes. Right? Uh, right. That God is blessing you in the work, in the day, not just with the money at the end of the day. And we forget that uh, pretty easily. Well, and I think it's a helpful thing for people to hear both those maybe um, in the church or really anybody that hears something like, I don't know, I was reading this very random 
completely random the other day about Jeffrey Dahmer, who was uh, was serial killer. I don't know, it was in the nineties sometime. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you know, supposedly light found reading. light reading was Wikipedia, so it was pretty oh, okay. light. And you know, maybe it's all a bunch of nonsense. But supposedly he he. Uh, you know, in in jail, we're told he he finds God, right? Finds Christ or something, and it claims this, right? And then he's killed. And uh, it was interesting in the notes they were talking about what were people's reaction to this? Uh, what what would you like for him? Uh, w- well, no, he should suffer for all eternity, <laughs> right? This idea that uh, I've been a good Christian my whole life. This guy at the last minute goes off and finds God. This is unfair. <laughs> It's it's kind of it's a hymn to say no God's going to come at all can come to somebody at any point and and we can live I also think um, okay so that's sort of maybe a a reference to something in the world how about in the church where where it doesn't take long um, although uh, no matter how old a congregation might be and many have been around for many years at this point to say I've been here longer. What I think, right, or I've been a Christian my whole life, this person's just coming in and wants to, you know, have these suggestions to, I don't know, move my coffee cup over here or they're sitting in my pew. (laughs) Uh, This also has something to say about this, that that God's grace can be extended to people um, in all kinds of different circumstances. Uh, And the hymn seems to pick up on all of these things. Right. Yeah. I mean, it starts off just from from the title, right? Lord of all. Yes. Over and over again, Lord of all hopefulness, joy, eagerness, gentleness, so, sure. things, so that all things finally are found uh, in Christ. And that it would come to, uh, that this hope would come in the first stanza um, to, to a child, um, seems to say this too. Well, we know where this happens, of course, in baptism for, for, for Lutherans in particular and other, other Christians also that will, that will subscribe to this <laughs> infant baptism. Um, that that God's hope actually comes there, that we have it even there. So you don't have to serve a, on a, a certain number of boards or church councils to have it. God's actually going to give it, um, apart from whether or not you deserve. Yeah, uh, along with the the hymn and the reading, you're, you're pointing this out. Uh, lots of times we have uh, baptism, and uh, perhaps people think baptism is the entrance into the into the life of the church so that they can grow up to be as in the church as long as you've been there, right? Right. And then they can finally have this. Uh, But actually baptism, along with this, what what you're pointing out is the most unfair thing that could be possible. God coming before you could uh, have have earned anything, done anything, and saying, no, I make this promise to you. Um, Which is the only way that this, this hymn finally then makes sense is that God is there all the time giving you blessing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the th- the third stanza stuck out to me too because it finally says something about doing work for God, uh, which uh, we hear all about in the in in this weekend's gospel reading, um, and whether or not we'd even want to sing about such a thing when God seems to be. I mean, I wonder, you know, is it a good idea to start singing about working for God when God is so unfair and. Um, uh, this might discourage a little bit of uh, serving in the church in this way. Um, but then I think it's important to to say that um, in the text, uh, Christ says, you, you'll get what is, whatever is right. <laughs> whatever is right is what I'm going to give you. And then you have to, I, I think, say something about what was right for Christ. He says, what's right is that I'm going to give myself to you. Um, this is what it is. The, the stanza also points out, 
I think in a in a really interesting, again, semi-poetic way that you'd, you'd want to say something about this perhaps in a sermon, that we're also praying to one in this hymn who's, who's lived the labors of this life uh, with us. Um, uh, not just that we're, li- we're sort of laboring and God comes in and, and has something to say, but Christ himself has also labored uh, in the ways that we have um, and knows something about what it is to be a human being in the world. Well, tell us um, what other hymns you might select for this weekend. Sure. Other hymns, um, you could, uh, you cannot go wrong by singing, uh, finding one more reason to sing Salvation Unto Us Has Come. Uh, perhaps we'll talk about this uh, closer to Reformation. We'll see. Um, but uh, there's a stanza that makes it abundantly clear um, where our salvation lies, and it has nothing to do with our labors or our working in any way. Um, another option, actually right next door in ELW, um, all depends on our possessing, is another wonderful Lutheran chorale, um, which begins in this way, all, all depends on our possessing God's free grace and constant blessing, though all earthly wealth depart. It has many things to say, actually, about um, this text for the weekend, and um, and it's really easy to sing. Uh, some chorales... Some congregations may not sing as much. This one you could pick up and and learn very quickly. And Salvation Unto Us Has Come, for that matter, was the hymn for uh, people to to sing to many, many different texts. When they first started writing chorales and didn't have tunes, they used that uh, for for that purpose. So either are are wonderful possibilities. The other one that I would mention perhaps is um, ELW 688, Lord of Light. which is perhaps a, it's it's less speaking about uh, God coming and giving us um, uh, unfairly uh, mercy and forgiveness, which we do not deserve, but does say something about what it is to labor um, for Christ in this world and how our talents and gifts can can be used. So there you have some options uh, and good ones, I think, all 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 four finally. Excellent. Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza-by-stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.